Hey everyone, this is Jacqueline Kramowski with the Herd Book Ag Media here to give you your moving iron ag news week update as we move into December. A Seattle attorney recently sent a petition to the Department of Agriculture's Food Safety Inspection Service, or FSIS, asking them to declare 31 different strains of salmonella all as being food adulterants. And this isn't the first time that adding more salmonella to this category is new. However, especially under the Biden administration, people who have been discussing this for a while are hoping it'll get done. What, is, what this will mean is that if these 31 strains are declared adulterants, they could essentially be completely banned in meat and poultry products. Attorney Bill Marler said he, he is expecting a response within 180 days, or that's what he's given the FSIS, saying that otherwise he will proceed with judical, judicial remedies. I always get those words messed up. Don't ask why. Um, now, Agriculture Secretary, Secretary Tom Vilzik has already stated that the USDA is, quote, taking action to help prevent salmonella contamination throughout the poultry supply chain and production system to protect public health, unquote. And part of his plan um, in doing this includes enlisting a variety of different innovations with approved stakeholder feedback to reduce overall nationwide salmonella outbreaks and disease diseases reported by as much as 25%. Right now, Dr. Jose Esteban, President Biden's pick for the USDA Undersecretary of Food Safety, is still awaiting his Senate confirmation. However, if he is confirmed, he will be among the individuals that would need to um, be on task with implementing, devising, or not, depending on which way things go, um, these new regulations regarding the salmonella strains. At the end of November, Biden's administration extended a waiver for commercial truckers from the House of Service regulations that will extend through February 28th of next year, according to National Pork Producers Council's NAA press release. Moving on really briefly to some of our international uh, news. In Brazil, they have planted over 90% of their acres for soybeans, putting them pretty far ahead um, at this point in time above where they usually are for this time of year. And moving over to Canada, recently their Minister of Innovation, Science, and Industry announced that the country will be investing 1.5 million Canadian dollars, which is about 1.2 million in U.S., for the Newfoundland-based company Milk Movement through Sustainable Development Technology Canada. Now, this is actually... um, the Sustainable Development Technology's second investment in Milk Movement, which is part of their continuing collaboration to help the company advance what they call a cloud-based software, which is supposed to help connect all players within the country's milk supply chain. Dairy Reporter states that Milk Movement is a graduate of the Department of Technology's seed fund, which which is established for early stage entrepreneurs, and they've used that funding to continue to develop this software to go all throughout the dairy supply chain with features that include transportation monitoring, production tracking, quality monitoring, and route optimization, which they say can also help thereby reduce the overall carbon footprint of the industry and dairy trucks. Also happening in Canada, who produces, by the way, 70% of all the world's maple syrup supply, has gone into some of their nation's stockpiles um, amidst concerns of supply shortages um, and other things such as very high prices. 
According to the Canadian Federation, they are going to release about 50 million pounds of, the, of syrup from this stockpile, which is about half of the entire reserve. Now, you might be wondering why exactly there would be a supply since it seems like syrup isn't exactly tied to some of the constraints that other industries are, but actually they did have a pretty sizable drop in production noted to a shorter and warmer spring season, which meant by the time fall rolled around, their output had dropped significantly. Not to mention, partly also due to the pandemic, global sales for Canadian maple syrup, or syrup in general, were up over 36%. Now, touching briefly on some of our national news, um, right now, the strike at John Deere really has not l- hurt the company's earnings, according to an announcement, and they are still set to hit in a record annual net income by at nearly $6 billion total. And speaking of companies doing very well, Impossible Foods recently secured for themselves $500 million in new funding from uh, an existing investor which brings them close to $2 billion for their total company. Uh, Impossible Foods, by the way, if you are wondering, is what they say, the fastest growing plant-based meat company in retail. All right, that should catch you up for this week. This Ag News Update is brought to you by the Herdbook Ag Media, serving all your ag business writing, communication, and media needs. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or our company website, the-herdbook.com. Let us know you found out about us here in Moving Iron and get 20% off your first invoice.